undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. Yo, what up, mutant miscreants, and welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly, my parlor being the Shredded Podcast, me being Oroku Saki, a.k.a. the Shredder, and with me, of course, my main brain. The mayor of Dimension X and my best friend, Krang. What's up? What's up? What up? All right, that's my man. I never get tired of hearing that. Either of those sound bites. I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do. I've just been a big ball of positivity lately. Uh, don't know. Don't know, man. Everything's coming up, Oroko Saki. All right, uh, maybe it's because of all this damn basketball I've been able to, uh, imbibe. The National BA continues to assert its dominance over the remaining, uh, major league sports. Also college, uh, also collegiate sports being, um, just mainly in their ability to do some some shit right, you know what I mean, just to be able to uh, enjoy this uh, about as, as guilt-free as one could possibly enjoy a thing. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, well, the beginning of the reboot of the season, uh, I had some concerns, much like those concerns of uh, one Kyrie Irving you know, people gave Kyrie shit for giving the league, you know, holding holding its feet to the fire, trying to figure out exactly how they would make sure that everyone would be safe. Um, you know, everyone calling, you know, saying that he was just salty that his um, New Jersey Nets with their horrible, horrible floor uh, that, thank God, they did not bring to the bubble uh you know he he got a lot of grief and um you know looking back all of his concerns uh looks like they were addressed you know uh and 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 but his concern also being of taking attention away from the black lives matter movement and all you know all manner of uh the 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 how how do I say this? The uh, momentum that was being picked up uh, with the civil unrest seems like we we uh, black folk had these honkies on their heels. Well, I, I was well, yeah, these honkies. It, it's some righteous white boys out there and white women. You know, they all ain't Karens. And uh, what is it? What, what what's the uh, what's the derogatory? Um, proper noun for, I don't know. Anyway, they all aren't that, obviously. Um, some cool cats out there. 
who, uh, you know, were also concerned about the same thing. Uh, Kyrie most certainly was not alone, but because he's always the loudest and the most willing to put himself out there, uh, he was a target for whatever, you know, he's a magnet for, for, um, controversy. Uh, you know, was the moon flat? I've been there before. It is not, uh... And, and and it's a it's much more noticeable uh, there than it is here on Earth. This ghetto ass planet can't even tell if it's round or not. Ah, uh, but yeah, man. Um, looking at some of the main storylines this week coming out of the bubble, top of the heap, my man Dame Time, uh, Dame Dallas, really. Uh, has been lighting it up out there in the bubble, making it making life hell for these boys out here. Um, yeah, and I'm here for it. I love, I stands, I stand me a king uh, with a chip on his shoulder who comes out to prove himself night after night. And uh, wreck shop, man, I'm here for it. Uh, what was it, 50, crying, uh, 50, 61, and it was some other, some other outrageous number that one man should not be allowed to put up after, I think after somebody goes for 40, and there's like another quarter of basketball left, you should legally be allowed to try and fight them, but when they're in that kind of a zone, uh, they'll probably still shoot you into another 20, so I don't know how wise that would be. Dame has been on the loose, nigga. Like, this nigga is at large. And uh, some people would blame Skip Bayless. Uh, others, Pac Bev uh, and PG, you know, because they had something to say about the, the missed free throws. But uh, y'all... You know, you, you still, you can't really talk um, to a guy like that, you know. Like, I, I I mean, it's cute, you know, but when 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 a nigga bust your ass in the offs last year uh, over your outstretched hand and your good defense, and he still squap your ass and send you to the crib, it, it still stings. I, I myself would be looking for vengeance. I wouldn't be... Uh, satisfied with him missing a free throw. That just means that he lost and I didn't necessarily win. And, and so uh, Dame Dollars got really definitive on them niggas. After, after missing those two free throws on loss to the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, he, he, he rattled off about 154 points in the last three games. Uh, you know, put, putting them, putting the, the Portland Trailblazers uh, pretty much in the driver's seat as far as getting in that eighth seed. And, you know, uh, with, I don't know, maybe the Lakers are just playing possum right now, but it doesn't, all, all the things don't seem to be clicking like they were before, which you have to wonder if this break was good for everyone, you know, or, or maybe maybe the Lakers are just BSing and, uh, you know, like I said before, playing possum. And just waiting for the offs to turn it on. Uh, also, Devin Booker, man. Uh, news today just came out. You know, basically, the, the, the brother's been playing his heart out. Uh, 
and the the sons the sons went on one were they undefeated there I believe so but they're they're going they're gonna miss the offs man which sucks bro because you can see you can see the young man really really trying to give it a go um with with the the Phoenix Suns when was the last time they've been in the offs like 2010 bro the Phoenix Suns haven't been in the playoffs since 2010 and uh you know he's I, I give him credit man he's trying to make it well he was trying to make it happen and uh you know it, it, it looks like it's not going to uh gonna happen for those boys but um you know they were they were undefeated which i don't get but whatever i mean you know if you're that much if you're that far down in the hole um again you know like they were they were down in the hole and trying to scrap your way out and you go undefeated for as long as they as they did and uh yeah i don't know i, I somebody uh, i say somebody like crying isn't sitting right here crying uh, uh get, get the numbers on that for me bro let's make sure i'm not out here talking out of the side of my neck but yeah man uh it it, it doesn't look like, it looks like it may be may, maybe maybe uh devin booker is a day late and a dollar short uh speaking of devin booker and some dollars uh draymond green man <laughs> draymond what you doing dog you know what I'm saying Draymond is out there wilding on uh, TNT, saying that Devin Booker needs to get out of Phoenix, uh, which is pretty much um, like a like a indirect cartoon, a cartoon commercial for for uh, Golden State there, where I don't know where he would fit in. You know, what is this? Well, he's a point guard. You're telling him to come. You know, what people were, were were saying that it was advertising for for the uh, for the Warriors, and uh, I don't know if you're telling him to come in there and start behind Steph next year or technically this year. I don't know. I guess they're they're going to take like what a recess for the season and then restart. It's crazy. Uh, we've never played basketball, and by we I mean the National VA. Uh, in these summer months, uh, you know, as as part of the regular season and playoffs, uh, normally things are wrapped up good and tidy by June, uh, the beginning of June, and uh, you know, the way everything worked out, we're still hooping in the hot months, so uh, it would be interesting, Devin Booker playing in in uh, anyway. I say all that to say, uh, Draymond Green was fined 50 G's for tampering uh, when he went on national television saying that, we quote, gotta get my man out of Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree, uh, but Draymond be flagrant. Draymond be on some bullshit sometimes. That's my man's, but he be on some bullshit. I can admit that. Uh, and yeah, maybe maybe you have to find him because you know he's a he's a habitual line stepper. He'll see what he can get away with. Uh, that's all we got for right now. There was some unofficial, um, on a uh, some official unofficial all bubble awards. Uh, of course, uh, as we expected, Damian Lillard took top honors there. 
followed uh followed up by of course Devin Booker. And of course, uh TJ Warren, man. My man was eating his Wheaties while everybody was off, uh coming in as the breakout star uh in the bubble for the Indiana Pacers. Uh and Indiana sucks. Not even the team, but just the state of Indiana altogether. Just trash. Ever since Reggie, well, before Reggie, it's been trash. Whatever. Uh, let's see, uh, Luka Doncic, no, no surprises there. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, cool. The OKC. <laughs> the OKC Thunder, man. Uh, I cannot wait. I, I'm, I am rooting for the OKC Thunder. As well as, uh, as well as the Portland Trailblazers of Portland, I'm looking for them to come in here and turn this shit upside down, bro. I normally don't root against the Lakers or just root against LeBron for the sake of rooting against LeBron, but I would love to see Damian Lillard start his, uh, I don't know, I guess you'd call it a revenge tour. Not necessarily a revenge tour, but just, you know, him having that, that, uh, that chip on his shoulder against all the uh, the super teams, as they are known. Uh, I would love to see it. Love to see it. That he will just come in and uh, send everybody to the crib. It's like, it's like an anime. I'm here for it. Uh, the other things being some, um, some changes at the, I guess, at the top. Would be, um, let's see here, where do we have our coach? Oh, no, 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 um, Vladi Divac, uh, uh, stepped down in his Sacramento position, uh, interestingly enough, be succeeded by Joseph Dumas of, uh, former Piston Acclaim, uh, will be really interesting. I don't know if Joe D., Still has his championship touch, as is evidenced with, uh, you know, the last time. Last time he was at the helm of anything uh, we got. Um, what was that man's name? Man was shaped like a pear. Uh, oh, gosh, it's going to bother me now. I have to look it up. Uh, what was that nigga's name, bro? It was Old Pistons coach uh, that, that used to play. Um, and it was all about, uh, you know, trying to be tough, ooh, you know, tough coaches, uh, doing, talking all that jazz about defense and things, and, um, oh, God, what was his name, bro? It's going to bother me. Michael Curry? Was it Michael Curry, old pear-shaped? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was him, old weird-looking nigga. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Joe D in Sacramento. Sacramento is also kind of basketball hell. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, big shout-out to Joseph Dumas, formerly of Piston Acclaim. Is hoping, he's hoping he goes in there and does a good job. There are a couple of other moves made. Uh, like this in the league. It's, it's just crazy. I love it. I love all the pandemonium of the league where it counts. All the, 
the shit talking on Twitter and the posting pictures of one another um, that will be solved on the court rather than, you know, a, a, a court of law. You know what I mean? Looking at you, football, NFL, the Washington football team. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, speaking of get the fuck out of here, we're going to take a break uh, with um, one of one of our uh, illustrious hyphen podcast group mates. Uh, when we return, we're going to get political, y'all. Kamala Harris and and me defending black women yet again. Shredded pot, y'all. Masters, Shredder. Hiya, puddins. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell you all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. Oh, hey, all right. You're back. Mm, nobody told me. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to the shits. I'm going to upset some people crying. Um, I guess you can load the clips, man. You can load the clip. The Cretan of the Week is kind of, uh, it's a little more whimsical than it is somebody that I need to get angry with. Um, and I'm not necessarily going to, to, to bitch at people right now because... Uh, some of you kind of have a point, um, but a lot of you are just following the crowd as usual. Uh, Kamala Harris, let's talk about it. Let's get shit straight and let's get on the same page. All right. Unless, of course, you like having the Cheeto King uh, in office, then you can turn this off because... Uh, what I say to you won't matter. Um, but for all of you who who take umbrage with uh, uh, electing a lesser of two evils, um, as, as someone who at least was evil on the grandest scale one could be evil, uh, it's a whole lot of evil out there, fam. And it takes steps, you know. You all have been conditioned by your media. And by your media, I mean your television and your entertainment to think that everything can be solved in one fell swoop. That's not how any of this works, I assure you. Um, okay, so... Step one, uh, like I said, we got to get the Cheeto King out of there. And if that means uh, electing Uncle Joey and all of a sudden Kamala Harris uh, as the VP, guess what, y'all? We, not only could we do worse, we are currently doing worse, okay? 
Um, I, I, I want to put things in perspective for you because I know that there are some of you who are being fooled into thinking that by electing Kamala Harris, you're somehow being um, uh, uh, complicit in her desire to lock up, quote-unquote, all black men. Uh, and, and you know, was the if this were, you know, 10, 15, 20, some odd years ago, I forget when exactly her career started, but uh, as a prosecutor, she locked niggas up over weed and I get it but that wasn't all she was locking niggas up for so uh, I, I get what you're trying to say however however we are in a much better place to uh, hold her accountable versus this uh, this current uh, situation we have going on uh, yeah because we need, in order to make this work, the incentive for 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 Joe and and Kamala isn't just to immediately or save us, quote unquote, from our, our immediate situation. It is to continue the role in say another four years. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, do I want eight years of Joe? Nah. Do I think that Joe will probably select a better cabinet than this current hunky? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Because, um, listen, like I said, your, your media has conditioned you to believe that everything can be solved in a half hour. And that is not the case. Just because Obama rolls into office doesn't mean that we build a time machine and retroactively end slavery before it began. No. Uh, it was, Ob was Obese perfect? No, it was a war criminal. I, I loved watching him work. Uh, but, I guess maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, but Obese was definitely a war criminal. But look, at least he was a war criminal. You could, you know, be proud of uh, in the sense that he wasn't out here just rattling off foolishness uh, and 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 making you have that emotional reaction every time you came on the screen like you wanted to puke. I don't know, maybe maybe there's some white folks out there um, and uh, and some some black Republicans, you know, the dudes with the gold rimmed glasses and uh, members only jackets and the plain white wives who uh, maybe maybe those kinds of guys. Uh, would have an issue with what I'm saying, but you you understand what I'm saying, and um, I'm all over the place, but I'm I'm in the same place. Uh, what I want us to take into consideration, yes, it doesn't just stop at the two guys on the ticket, okay, uh, and it doesn't necessarily stop at the two parties. However, uh, we're not just voting for um a president we're voting to get if you do you think that betsy duvos is doing a, a fantastic job with education naturally she is not she's garbage and she's a scammer uh and and she's already rich and so she doesn't care about you and your paltry 
um, you know, she doesn't care about your student loan debt. But let's say, for instance, we get a guy like Jose Wilson uh, in the cabinet. Uh, now we're talking, you know. Um, uh, who, who else we got? Oh, uh, a sleepy Carl. Um, ben Carson. Ben Carson. Nigga be out there fading as he's talking. Do you want somebody who's going to dick up your money by getting a really expensive desk and then, you know, ending your Section 8? I don't know if you need it. Maybe you'll bust your ass and you work really hard and you want to make sure that your real property value stays up. Meanwhile, there are people who need affordable housing. Uh, the two go hand in hand. If you and your property are protected because you moved out to the burbs, you know, you want to maintain that value. Also, if you live in the hood and you like being in the hood, but you don't like the shitty living uh, situation, uh, and you decide, maybe I'll move out to the suburbs, uh, you're kind of forced to, right? Uh, and, you know, those people move out. I sound terrible saying those people, but uh, people are forced to try to find a good place to live. And if you're of the mind, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm helping you uh, um, justify your, your racism or your prejudice against poor people. But, you know, wouldn't it help you to have someone in office uh, or, or on the cabinet who would keep people... Uh, this sounds awful. Uh, that will keep people uh, in said hood uh, in livable conditions. I know I would like to see livable, uh, clean conditions in the hood. Um, just as someone who may or may not live there. Um, but yeah, I mean, people got to live somewhere livable eventually. You'll figure it out that, you know, you have to move somewhere that's that you can afford or you have to live somewhere where your money goes a little bit farther. And uh, if you're out in those, you know, West Bumfuck places and you enjoy uh, the, the way it's been, uh, you don't want newcomers coming in there, quote unquote, uh, taking your job, you know, I mean... It only benefits you. Well, it benefits everybody. Which, heaven forbid, something should benefit everyone. You know, jeez. No, in order for me to feel better about myself, you have to be doing uh, worse than I. You, you can't make $15 an hour. I make $15 an hour. You can't have a livable wage. Then what does that mean about my wage? The fix is in, you cretins. We're all underpaid. We're all living for the city. Just enough for the city. Jeez. Um, but yeah, man, back to my original point. Kamala Harris. Uh, remember, your grandparents, I don't know how old you are listening to this, but a lot of your grandparents were out there banging on about how much they wanted more police. Uh, they wanted, you know, tougher, tougher punishments for people 
who were committing crimes, and and they didn't give a damn what those crimes were. Remember, your grandmother, if you, if, well, if she's still living, maybe you should ask her her feelings about weed. Or those people who listened to uh, or watched Reefer Madness and how weed was demonized and how it affected the uh, the outlook of an entire generation on wacky tobacco. But these these things, a lot of these things came from the top down and then they were reinforced by the people who lived there. And um, by that I mean, you know, there were certain attitudes built out of systemic racism that a lot of, uh, you know, our people were programmed to believe in or programmed to reinforce. And in as much as, you know, you look around your neighborhood and there are no swings on the frames at the playground, there is broken glass everywhere people pissing on the sidewalk like they just don't care. And, you know, you look around at your drab surroundings and you wonder what happened. You want people punished. You want there to be something to keep things in check or to, to, to right the wrongs um, that have been done by no one but the people who live there, right? And so, if it's one thing that you asked for, that the powers that be are more than happy to oblige. It's more, uh, it's 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 more police presence. Uh, it's more um, surveillance. They'll always be w way more willing to uh, make sure that there's someone um, in place to put their foot on your neck. And they'll make you feel like it was your idea. It's inception, man. I don't mean to get all conspiracy on you, but that's, it's, it's what it is, man. It is exactly what it is. It sucks. And so when you go out there and you clamor for, you know, tougher laws, uh, lock people up for weed. And I'm talking, you know, of course, to your grandparents right now. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, uh, people who took issue because they smelled some tweeds in the air, it, it upset them. So that's, it, it, it isn't exactly the chicken or the egg. It is definitely the chicken. But um, you, you most certainly can see uh, how you know that they the, there was a problem that was quote that was created uh that would create a natural reaction in you or and by you i mean your you know the the previous generations who thought that more punishment was the exact way to deal with this sort of thing more jail more punishment more surveillance more uh you know more hard-nosed, uh, brutal law enforcement, you know. That was kind of the attitude back then. That's why, that's why your parents beat you. Uh, because they were tired, man. They didn't know how to work out a problem. And uh, they used their first knee-jerk reaction as a main 
uh, a main way of dealing, you know, plenty of times since I've had therapy where I've wanted to crown someone, blow somebody's mouth out, but I did not. And, you know, looking back on those times versus the old times where I would blow someone's mouth out, I am now glad that I do not do those things. So, this is not Game of Thrones. We're not going to stab a nigga with a magical knife and then all the racism is just going to shatter and fall and, you know, everybody's going, everybody against us is going to just collapse and die. No, that's not how this works. It's not Lord of the Rings. We're not just going to throw, we're not just going to throw your vote into the Eye of Mordor or whatever, what was it, was it the Eye of Mordor? No, we're not just going to throw that shit off the cliffs of Mordor and then everything is going to be all right. No, this is some work we have to do and it's going to be mad steps. It's going to be a lot of, it's, it's going to be more like untangling a bunch of Christmas lights and it's not glamorous and it's not one big sweeping thing it's not one uh, huge movement and then everything is going to be all right. This is not the Lion King who kill Uncle Scar and then, the, the, and then it stops raining and the sun comes out. No, nigga, this is going to take work. And, and none of that work can take place with this current nigga in office. Right? We have to have someone who's at least somewhat willing to work with us to make things happen. Um, and then after that, we make him work his ass off to keep it. Or we make whomever, whomever's coming up next, they gotta work, man. I get it. Make them work for your vote because it's been guaranteed for the Democratic Party to get the black vote for so long. We have no, uh, we don't have any leverage right now. Of course, nobody Nobody over here has any leverage. If you're, listen, I'm not a Democrat. I don't exactly, I don't enjoy the two-party system. I think it sucks. And I think in time uh, that by doing this, we will be buying ourselves a little more time than what we would have if uh, this, this, this current motherfucker stays in office. We don't get to really buy ourselves any time. You know, we can't stab him and then Corona goes away. That's that's not going to happen. So we have to band together, roll up our sleeves and do the difficult work because he's going to make voting hard as hell to do. He's scared. And um, anything that goes against his side is a good thing. So pay really, really close attention to the things that scare him. Uh, personally, I would like to see Kamala Harris as the top cop. I would like for her to be the attorney general. Uh, I would like for heads to roll. I would like for her to come out uh, for these hearings wearing a belt around her shoulders. Uh, you know, I wanted to say to people, go get my belt. Uh, you know, cause, cause Kamala has that angry mama just came off work energy. Not even angry, like the mama who knows everything you did and can't wait for you to try to lie your way out of it. That's what we need. 
uh, more than, you know, what this looks to be like more of a, a, a token. Um, you know, you, you have to go and get a black woman because Joe has been fucking up uh, so much. But the nigga just can't just say the right nothing. God damn, it's tough. So now Kamala's pretty much playing cleanup. Um, and, you know, we all have to bank on the fact or the hope that everybody just wants to get this motherfucker out of office so bad we will vote for a cop and a crazy old man. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. Uh, but I know how I will be voting. Okay. Um, you know, if it's not good enough, uh, what's going to happen at the first and second seat? Think about that cabinet, man. Think about the people who will come in and um, and, and, and get the job. Ed Markey is out here, uh, you know, been, been, in, been in the game for over 20 over 20 years. Uh, any, shout out anybody who pisses off lobbyists. That lets you know that they get shit done or that they've been doing shit. That's just a political office 101 uh, from, from the Shred Man. When we return, we will be talking Cretan of the Week and Shred Commendations. Master Shredder. Hello, this is former President Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I want to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about hyphen podcast. Now, Kellen, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a And while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me, I killed Bin Laden's Trust my taste in podcasts. Hyphenation, featuring Kellen Conley and semi-regular co-hosts Marcus, Sean, Mallet, Robinson. You know, Kellen Pods, Marcus Wright. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Big Mark. And Kanye, Kanye was so jack. But, for Michelle and the girls, all love to Hyphenation and the Hyphen Podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on, she's beautiful. And I know. Well, you know. All right, my mutant miscreants, we're back and in the home stretch. But to bring it on home, but first, the Cretan of the Week. This is just hilarious. I don't even want to spend a whole lot of time on this. I'm not angry. Uh, and I'm not even disappointed, man. Shout out to the playmaker, fucking Michael Irvin. Uh, <laughs> this week, he... Um, he, he he said that uh, if the, the Cowboys can sign C.D. Lamb, it will be just like when the Warriors, uh, uh, fresh off of 73 wins, signed Kevin Durant. No, you please. This dude just compared. Uh, see. That's how you know Unk is still on that good dope. He just compared these current cowboys who've won nothing uh, to 73 win uh, Warriors 
who also won nothing at that point in time, except for 73 games, you know, uh, it's an accomplishment to me, but, uh, you know, in the end, they, they came up short uh, against the LeBron Jameses. Um, but, you know, Cowboys fans, man, are just the most delusional motherfuckers. Cowboys stands, I should say, are the most delusional fans in all of sports, I believe, because they, when was the last time they did anything of relevance? 90, 91, what was that, 90, 92? I know they had a couple. Neon Dion was out there. I get it. And those were great times, but that was over. That was nearly 30 years ago. Mike, you are on a great team. You are uh, you're a legendary player, brother. But you got to put... You gotta get put the nose candy down, baby, because that shit making you ignorant. There's no way. Uh, and, and and listen, CD CD Lamb would be a great player. I don't even think you guys get a season this year. Uh, if anybody with sense makes any kind of decisions. Um, but even then, this is not even a hot take. It's a ridiculous take. Uh. And it, it's one that you have to, you know, I know, I know what you're, what you're doing, Mike, and and it's fine, man. You know, do you? You know, we saw you the other day. Uh, the other day, we saw you was last year in your Canes uni, uh, sweating and screaming about how y'all were about to dominate and take off people's heads and stuff. Man, I, I love the playmaker, man, because that nigga crazy. Uh, unabashedly insane. That's my man. All right. Uh, so yeah. The no, don't don't jump in the casket and get your die on. You're just you're just crazy, man. Uh, I may have already done this as a shred commendation last season, but because we're talking about the national BA, uh, and and all of the storylines that have been amazing and have developed. I want to revisit uh, for myself. I don't know if you've seen it or if I've told you to watch it. WTF Baron Davis. Uh, just hilarity. Uh, just, uh, it, it, it's Baron Davis, the real Baron Davis. It's not a cartoon. It's not someone doing his voice or anything. It's Baron Davis, the, uh, the former, uh, former Golden State Warrior. Uh, amongst other things, um, he, he's in the show. He's about he's you know he is himself, uh, and he's just being wild, man. Like it, it, he has like a, a really subtle, dry delivery of all of his comedic lines, but his timing is precise and beautiful and hilarious, man. Like it, it's just wild stuff happens in the show. Uh, Flavor Flav plays someone's dad. Uh, B was 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 my man named B dot, B dot. He's he's in it. Uh, he's like this um, uh, influencer, internet comedian who you know it, it, that's a job I guess, uh, especially in this current climate. Um, but you know he's he's trying to have uh, Baron Davis finance. Um, 
uh, a business venture. I believe he's trying to launch a cologne. And uh, it's like maybe like 15 minutes per episode. It's like maybe eight, nine episodes. If you did not watch it the first time I told you to, if I even told you to, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure I said it somewhere. Uh, but WTF Baron Davis, that's the name of the show. It used to be on the Fuse channel. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can find all, if not most, of the episodes on that YouTube machine. You may have heard of it. But go and check it out. Uh, and, and have yourself a laugh. Uh, tell them, tell them, uh, Oroko Saki sent you. Um, all that said... Y'all be safe this week, man. Y'all support the USPS. Buy some stamps. Uh, Because if if, uh, old Cheeto face makes something happen there, we're going to be in danger. Uh, Just think of your Amazon account. What are you going to, how are you going to get your Amazon stuff? Because everybody needs the United States Postal Service. All right. Uh, make sure it doesn't ninja vanish. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?